Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today. It shows a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I am back from Marathon Weekend 2024, and I am joined by two of the guys that were side-by-side -side with me all through the festivities, the fun, the memories that we created, and I'm excited to get into it because tonight we are bringing you part one of our recap of Marathon Weekend and all the uh, amazing times that we had with our DDP sorcerers down there, but let me see how everyone's doing. Let me go around the table. I'm going to start with my running buddy to the north the great dan rossi how are you man i'm good i'm good i am uh I'm, I'm i am a little bummed that i wasn't there for the last day for the marathon but uh it was fun at least being able to see all of the the, the text thread on whatsapp and i kind of was living vicariously through all those texts but uh i don't know i think uh the more and more i think about it i think that might have to switch up for next year so uh but no i'm good it's uh we, we have a snowstorm going on here in chicago right now so it's kind of a hot mess and uh, I know the kids are like sitting there praying that, you know, school gets canceled. That's probably not going to happen. But, you know, it's just a, another winter day here in Chicago. Well, it's funny you say that because we had that storm coming through Charleston. We had 60 mile per hour winds today and they canceled school. So Riley was so just just to give you an example, you know, what the name of the storm is, by the way, Finn. That's right. <laughs> because, yeah, well, Finn, and my next door neighbor's name's Finn spelled exactly like your Finn's too. Yeah. Um, is it Phineas? Is that what his Finian real name is? Finian. Finian. Yep. Interesting. Uh, so Riley has not gone to school then since December the 14th. Well, they're going to be sending the school police at your way real soon here. <laughs> I mean, is that not crazy? I like, we get back, we pull her for marathon weekend. We pull her on Monday so we can be there on Sunday for, for full marathon. Uh, and then we get back and they cancel school on Tuesday. And then she has a two-hour delay tomorrow. Oh, Lord. So Yeah, so I'm like, I mean, that's fine. I don't mind. That means I can sleep in a little bit and don't have to get up at <laughs> like 6 o'clock, you know. Um, but, yeah, so everything's cool here, though. But, uh, wait, let me go down south really quickly to check with my running buddy down there. The great, the one, the only, the fantastic Joe Q. Hey, bud. What's up, brother? How are you? Um, fresh back from Marathon Weekend. Um had definitely had listen dan you weren't alone i had the fomo i had to leave sunday afternoon after our base camp uh presentation at the boardwalk uh so i was even just missing the final night i had some serious fomo Ugh. but uh for everybody who couldn't make it down the marathon weekend don't you worry we will recap it day by day minute by minute hour by hour you won't miss a thing so looking forward to the next uh, two episodes yeah um really quickly before we get into that i want to talk about uh being back home uh, this, this trip more than really any trip, I am having a really tough time not being down there. Like I, I, Joe and I talked about this in the last Patreon episode that 
this trip, I love our DDP trips. They're they're amazing. We create memories. They're they're fantastic. They're you know, I love our Universal trips. There was really something special about this marathon weekend. I don't know if it's the fact, Joe, that all the runners that are there, you know, we know how hard we've all worked and we've trained and we we want to do well and we cheer each other on. And our cheer squad that's there with the families that are out at 2.30, 3 in the morning, you know, in the cold, in the rain and supporting us. And then we all come together, like, to just build each other up during, listen, we're we are doing hard things. Like, we're, you know, running... I don't care if it's 5K, 10K, like it's, that is a difficult task. Like you are, if you sign up for that and you're pushing yourself, then you're doing something difficult and I'm extremely proud of you. But to have that entire family there to create these memories, there was something, I had a blast last marathon weekend. There was something crazy special about this one. And I can't, I haven't had enough time to put it into words, kind of how it all went. Like, I well, do you do you know what I mean? No, hundred percent. No, you mean first of all, you were an active participant this year, so that makes that's a it, difference. Yeah, yeah, that's a difference. But number two is, it's it marathon weekend, and especially marathon weekend because it's so long. It's four days of competition, right? But it's also the pre day because everybody who's running dopies there on Wednesday or the five k. It's, it's really a whole week's long festival and everybody's down there for the same purpose. doesn't matter if you're part of the DDP family or you're part of another running group or you're an individual runner, but the runners are coming to town and you're there with this large group of people and it's, it's like a giant festival. And it's not like you're just there for your own vacation and you're leaving and, and, and nobody knows that you're gone. Like everybody's there for the same reason, sharing the same work ethic, getting to that point, running those races, cheering. It's just, it's different. And that's why I said, and that's why I've been saying it's a homecoming. It's just a different feeling. And the fact that you were an active participant, you did the 5k, you did the half and you've got the bug now, man, it, it happens. It, it bites us all the run Disney bug. I, this is my 10 year anniversary of my first Walt Disney world marathon back in 2014. It's different. The trips to Disney are different and you're almost sad when everybody leaves and goes home and you see them packing up all the running stuff because it's like, Oh, it's over. And you got to wait a whole nother year till next year. So, yeah, it's uh, and honestly, Justin, if you think about it, it's really hard to get into these races. That's an accomplishment mm-hmm. in itself. So but that that's what you're feeling, man. You're it's it's just it's a different type of weekend. And you've got tens of thousands of people there for a common cause. And it's just it's awesome. Well, you know what? Like you, you used to say this and I never quite, you know. I would listen to you, but I never quite grasped the concept of it until this year that when you are a participant with a run Disney event. It's a business trip. This is not a typical Walt Disney World vacation. And that's that really hit me. I mean, listen, I had a running bag with me. I had a bag that was just running stuff. It had my gels. It had my, you know, I had all the medical stuff I might need in case I have, you know, like some sort of sore calves or shin splints and stuff like that. Had all my running gear. It had my, you know, it had everything in it. And it's 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 a completely different experience to go do a run Disney event than it is to just go on a Walt Disney World vacation because you're not you're not doing everything the same. We're gonna get into all that, but Dan, this was your first run Disney event. Period. I'm, I'm correct. Uh, you had not been to a uh, Walt Disney World marathon as a spectator and definitely not as a participant. Right. Um, 
first thoughts, we're going to get into Expo next, but first thoughts, just traveling down the registration aspect of things and just being a part of this thing as a whole. Well, I, like I said, I, I used to run like just regular races here in town, like eight, 10 years ago. And you know, you know, those are just like any other 5k or 10k that you do in town. They're okay. Yeah. There's some people there cheering for you. So like, I knew it was going to be better here, but I think mm. it, I think it really, I don't want to say it blew me away, but it kind of blew me away. Uh, all the festivities and, you know, really soaking it in. And now that I've done it once, you know, like I already have a plan of what I want to do next year and like how I want to go about each day. And like you said, it is a business trip. Like, um, Jen, Jen said this was probably one of her favorite Disney trips because we didn't do like a lot of park. We just kind of relaxed. We had fun. We hung out with people. We had some drinks and like, there was no, like, she wasn't chasing me around the park. So I think that's probably what she enjoyed the most because usually I'm flying around the parks and she's like, you know, just trying to catch up to me with her little legs. But uh, it, it was great. Um, I have a, definitely a lot to talk about on each of the days, but uh, I'm, I was, I don't want to say I was pleasantly surprised or shocked, but I really, really enjoyed this weekend and I can't wait for next year. So let's get into where we all stayed because that, that, that plays a big, part in any Walt Disney World Marathon weekend because the transfer and we're going to talk transportation too but the transportation around Walt Disney World is something that you've never seen before if you've been to Disney it changes completely when Marathon Weekend comes to town because there are road closures there uh it, it you know you have bus companies that come in for the runners it's not Walt Disney World buses it's it's harder to get lifts and Ubers like it's it's just a it's a whole different ball game than you've ever done so let's start with where you stay. Dan, I'm going to start with you. Uh, walk me through. You arrive on Disney property. What hotel did you choose for Marathon Weekend? Uh, we chose Coronado. I don't know. I've, I've kind of really fallen in love with that resort. Uh, we stayed in Grandestino Tower. I really like it there. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a moderate resort, but it definitely has that, that deluxe feel to it, especially in the tower there. Uh, I know Joe mentioned before that the that the walls are a little thin there. And I will 100% agree with that. Like you can, <laughs> you can hear a lot inside the rooms, but even with that being said, I, I really like the rooms there. Uh, you know, I love, you know, the, the lounge upstairs, the Dahlia lounge, even the Barcelona lounge downstairs. Um, great place for drinks. Uh, there's a coffee drink in the Barcelona lounge that, you know, Jen and I absolutely love. So, I mean, again, there's just, and there's a ton of really good dining options there, which I love. And we all kind of got to experience Rick's, which was really good. But I mean, it it's a really nice resort. And, you know, I, I think this is my third or fourth time staying there now. And, and I have, it's definitely probably one of my top fives, especially when you bring into account the, the cost of the resort compared to some of the deluxes. Grand Casino Tower, Joe, is not a moderate resort. No. I mean, I remember we did have lunch at Rex the one day, which I think is a very underrated place. That was um, fun, man. Yeah. That, that was, was my first great, time there. That yeah. was a great experience. But walking over there to fix my park reservation, um, I kind of walked, you walk from like the old kind of corridor where the old front desk used to be, and you enter the tower, and it's just, it's absolutely beautiful, like in the Barcelona Lounge. It looks nothing like a moderate. It's it's a no. deluxe hotel. No. Yeah. It's a deluxe hotel. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like we spent, we actually spent some quality time over at Coronado because we we did come over. We kind of threw a lunch together last second yeah. that day, you know, to go over to Rick's and, and experience that one. And so we came over there, and then also I I came to Dahlia Lounge on Saturday. 
No, on f- uh, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday after the five k. Okay, and yeah. we'll get into that. We'll 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 talk about it. Um, Joe, I skipped you because uh, something special happened, buddy. Uh, why don't you roll through where you stayed uh, for this trip? Well, I stayed at Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, you know, my home away from home. And uh, it's somewhere I always like to stay, not only because it's our home resort and I love it so much, but um, it's so convenient uh, to take the buses from Epcot uh, running to the resort. It makes a quick stop at Old Key West, and you're right home at Saratoga Springs. Um, the walls are much thicker. Um, it's very <laughs> quiet, <laughs> so no problem getting to sleep. But the best part was um, Jen and I arrived late uh, later in the day on Thursday after the 5k was already done, right? It was Thursday. Yeah. And, yep. um, Justin, you, Justin had made my reservation for me and uh, we found out while we were sitting in the territory lounge at uh, wilderness lodge that, uh, I was like, Justin, where are you at Saratoga Springs or Toga as we called it all weekend. He's like, oh, I'm in the paddock. I said, oh, what building area? He's like, oh, I'm 64 or whatever. I was like, oh my God, dude, I'm 64, 23. We were like three doors down from each other on the same floor. <laughs> a high five was given. I knew it was going to be an amazing weekend. We were literally three doors down from each other. Not the band, but literally three doors down, and it was awesome. So um, we were in the same building, same floor at Saratoga Springs, and I just made it. You know it was going to be a good weekend. I'll tell you this, man. That worked out so well, like so well, because we rode together pretty much everywhere. You know, we took the bus together places. Like this – it. And that worked out better than I could have ever imagined because I would just go, Hey, well, let's, let's meet downstairs. And we would just, you know, and listen, when you're talking, we're going to get into this in depth, but whenever you're talking about run Disney races, we're talking about meeting downstairs at two 15 in the morning or two 30 in the morning. Like this isn't meet downstairs at two in the afternoon, you know? And so for him to, if he had been across the property, you know, I would have had to figure out, get over to him or he'd come to me. And then we get to a bus and, this was just one of those things, and then and then we're able to spend time together. And we'll talk about that later in the show as well, or on the or on the next episode when we get into part two. Um, so yeah, Saratoga Springs worked out fantastic. I do want to get a, your opinion really quickly, though, boys. I have this idea for next year, okay? And I, I want to get your opinion. I know where you're right? going with this, but go ahead. Really I psyched. think, I think that we the runners. Look, I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say this early, okay? I've already committed to Dopey for next year. So I'll be running the 5, 10, the half, the full. Like, it's done. Like, I'm, I'm, as long as I can get it registered, because it's, it's tough, I will be doing all four races. Dan thinks I'm absolutely crazy, don't you? Cuckoo. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I'm doing that is the fact that, I, Joe, you and I, we set eye to eye, and we agreed, and we pinky promised, which knows that every man, there is nothing more solid than a pinky promise that we were going to run the 10K and the and the full together next year. Correct? That's correct. 10K was a shakeout run, and then the, the full marathon, tape to tape. Yeah, Perfect. Then my wife goes, well, you're not going to run the 5K with me and Riley? And I go, oh, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to run the 5K. And Dan, you know, he's, he's running the 5K, and his wife's going to run the 5K and all this. So I said, if you run the 5 and you run the 10 and you run the full, Joe, what do you got to do? You might as well just run the half, become fully dopey, so... Yeah, so I'm running Dopey. I think that the runners, we should get our own hotel room <laughs> and put the ladies in a different hotel room. It's it's that, possible. That, that could go sideways. That could no, be really I, good or really bad. <laughs> I think it works great because we go to bed crazy early. Like when you're doing a run Disney race, you're in bed by eight o'clock at the latest, you know, even if you're not falling asleep, you're in bed, your feet are up, you know, it's like I said, it's a business trip. 
and I think I, before we get into the recapping, I think this is a grand idea. Talked to John Castano about it. I was like, we could get a couple rooms that like pop just for runners. You know what I mean? Joe's like, I'm staying in Saratoga. You've lost. I was just thinking, about, I'm staying in Saratoga. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, do something like that. Like get, get, get a room where you can just sleep and I don't have to, cause a lot of times you're waking up in the middle of the night and you're, you know, you're, you're trying to, I'm, I'm getting dressed with like a flashlight, you know, and I'm trying to be quiet, uh, and all that kind of stuff whenever you're doing these races. So it's, I just uh, woke my wife up. I didn't care. She was like, Hey, good morning. So it's yeah, fun. luckily Katie it's something Riley we could talk up. about, man. It would yeah. be fun. I mean, so. We need it. We maybe we could get like we could pull points together and all get like a three bedroom villa, a toga. You know what I mean? That would be good for the runners. I love that idea. All right. Well, let's 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 move into uh, a recap of this this incredible weekend, and let's go over to something I've never done before, and that is over ESPN Wild World of Sports, and that is the Expo. Um, Look. This thing was huge. Dan, you arrived the same day I did, mm-hmm. and uh, you and I had never experienced this. Joe had many, many times over. I didn't know what to expect when I was going to go over to the expo, but it really blew me away. Take me through, kind of walk me through the expo just to get your bibs and your shirts. So I I kind of wish, and I think next year I might do it, is I, I think I would like to go there that first day. Uh, I know the first day is a, a virtual queue, uh, so you do have to kind of, you know, and I probably could have done it because we, we landed in Orlando pretty early. I probably should have done the virtual queue and gotten there that first day. I ended up going on Thursday because I was freaking out thinking that, you know, some of the merch that I wanted may have sold out. So I ended up going there. I think it opened at noon on Thursday. So I headed over there. I think I I took an Uber over there and got there at like 1130 just to kind of line up. Uh, in right in front of the merchandise store, and uh, I sat out there. It went, and it was kind of chilly that day. Like I was wearing shorts and a in a like a thin sweatshirt, and I was kind of freezing my butt off that first half hour waiting for everything to open up. But finally, everything got opened up. We got in there. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in there. I think what I wish I spent more time at is the expo itself with all the vendors and stuff like that, and just so much to look at, tons of pictures to take. You know, they have like each of the races where you have the the 5K, the 10K, the half marathon where you could take all kinds of pictures. Um, so I kind of rushed through it this time. So that that's like probably one of my regrets of the weekend is I wish I would have spent a little more time at the at the at the expo because Thursday was our our only real park day that day. I think we were supposed to do an MK. We ended up not going till later in the afternoon. So I kind of rushed through everything. I was there by myself. Jen kind of stayed at the hotel so she could just kind of chill out and read. And I didn't spend as much time as I wanted to. Cause again, I would, I could have probably spent two hours walking through that expo and taking pictures. Yeah. It's back and forth, man. Cause I did the same thing you did. So when I arrived at expo one, so when you first pulled in, I drove over when you first pull in, you re- that's the first time it hits you, Joe, that you're a part of an event. Like you're you're not just you're not just there to, for a race. You're not just running a course. You're a part of a massive event. I'm talking. <clears throat> excuse me. They've got DJs and they've got uh, band. They got they got all this stuff set up for all these people. It is an insane, insane moment to be able to see that, Joe. Yeah, I mean, you're essentially you pull into the wide world of sports and. Welcome runners. It's on the, the signs. They've got traffic, uh, you know, direction out there. 
sheriff's office out there. And then you kind of park the car and you pull in and it's just a wall of people walking up this, this main walkway. And if you've never experienced the expo, it's spread out between three or four buildings. Yeah. So it, it's, 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 it's not a small thing. You're not just going to like a, like a convention space, whatever it's, it's spread out through multiple buildings. And then it's could be a little overwhelming. Like luckily they set up the same every year. So I kind of know where to go and run Disney veterans will know where to go. But if you've never experienced before, you've got to kind of look around like, okay, where do I go? Bibs for here. Shirts right. are here. Expos here. It could get really overwhelming, but you're seeing all the different signs up. You're seeing all the different posters for each race, five, 10, half full, goofy, dopey, people taking pictures. People are ready to go. It's like, wow, this isn't just like a bunch of like, this is like a major, major event. And it is one of the largest marathons in the United States. So like people kind of forget that we're in our little bit of a Disney bubble, but this is one of the largest marathons in the U.S. So just kind of take that in for a second. Well, and not just that, the characters. You can go get pictures with characters. I mean, like, Everything you want. So let me run you through. So you come in, you head towards the back of the complex, you go down. That's where you finish your registration. Uh, you're able to get your bibs for every race you're going to run. You also go ahead and get your shirts for every race you're going to run. If your shirt doesn't fit, they are fantastic, and they'll let you change out your shirt for something that will fit, so you can try those on. I was running the five and the half, and so uh, I was able to get all my stuff right there. And then you actually leave that building, and you head over to the next building of the expo, uh, actually, I'm sorry. You get your bib and then you head to the next bib building. The first building. Yes, yeah. Correct. Yeah. You just do your bib. The next building is where you get your shirt and they bring yeah. you in. And this was where it hit me. I was like, wow, this is massive. I am talking rows and rows and rows of vendors of not just running merchandise, but all kinds of, <laughs> to be honest, all kinds of random stuff yeah. i mean there there's was there's a few women, random things this year few yeah. random things in there let's be honest women selling like curling irons and all kinds like you're like how did you exactly end up on the <laughs> run disney floor um but dvc has a great setup right there uh but joe you know you and i visited the expo two different times um but i'm gonna roll it all into one sure you go you go to the very back of the of the the expo there and and you get your you get your merchandise and or you, you get your your t-shirt and then you come back out to the merchandise Joe and I were on a hunt this marathon weekend for yeah, a we very particular item Joe it'll be sure were and you know there was a couple times this this week that I kept saying it's just coming up our way like things are just like Everything came up our way. And maybe that's maybe that's why this seems like such a magical trip. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because there were times we were driving and we didn't hit a we didn't hit a red light. I know it sounds silly, but whenever you realize the traffic at Marathon Weekend and the nonsense that you have to deal with, we didn't, you know, we were we parked and we were able to to get certain things. And we're gonna talk about that. Don't forget uh, the golf cart ride. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and so we go to Expo and we have all of our stuff. We're shopping around. Joe, roll me through the absolute perfection of what we were looking for and how it worked out. So over the last couple of days, um, I've run many races. Justin's getting into running right now. And traditionally your bib for your race is usually pinned to the front of your singlet or t-shirt. Some people will pin it to the, their shorts, whichever way you want to do it. Over the years, there's been different methods where people will use magnets to kind of, so to keep the bib to their article of clothing while they race. Uh, we had many discussions with Coach Kyle and John, Matt Zurek about like different ways of doing it. And Coach Kyle had recommended this specific time of like specific type of running belt that actually had some tabs that you could slide the bib onto 
uh, and it wouldn't have to poke any holes into your clothing. And you could also keep your gels near your phone. And we're like, okay, we'll go take a look for it. Uh, so we go down to the expo hall and we're kind of looking and we find the exact place that, um, that they're selling a bunch of these uh, Nathan, the Nathan belts and yep. exactly what Kyle, coach Kyle was talking about. And so we go and Justin and I are looking in the rack and we're like, he's like, no, the, I don't think this is it. I'm like, no, no, Justin, this is the one I said, look, it says race bib holder here. So I show it to me. He goes, Oh, I think this is it. So I pull one off too. And we're both holding it in our hands. And there seems to be a lady right behind me. And she's going and look, and she was about to go grab one at the same time. Well, I had grabbed the last two. So we weren't a hundred percent sure if this was the exact thing that coach Kyle was talking about, but we're talking to the person who worked at the, at that specific. We didn't know kiosk. how to work it. Let's be we honest. Didn't, we, didn't, we didn't know how to work it yet. Cause it was something that like, I never, I'd seen it, but I didn't know how it worked. Well, they showed us how it worked. That this is perfect. What we wanted to do. So we thought it was, so we go to pay for it. We thought it'd be like 35, 40 bucks. No, it was 25, 68. I still remember the price. Now. So it was cheaper than what we thought. And we got the last two. <laughs> that lady was a little bit sad because I think she was looking perturbed. for us to, she was looking for us to put them back, but we never did. But we were in the right place at the right time. It was cheaper than what we thought it was. And I think it worked out pretty well. I mean, at first I had a little bit of issue getting it adjusted, but it seemed to work out both for both of us on the half marathon. So I think Justin has his new running belt. But yeah, I mean, you couldn't time it perfectly because if we would have gotten there 30 seconds later, they were out of those belts and they were not getting any more for the rest of the Ooh. expo. Yeah, and I, like I said, I look, I we both did something that most people say don't do. We ran with something new Correct. for our race. But it's exactly what we wanted. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like kids with a new toy. And it was like only we seven both... miles. So it was yeah, only seven it miles. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was great. So it's one of those things where we were able to go through uh, and and check out some merchandise. DVC had a awesome um, place set up. They gave out some great gifts. Really, really cool there. But it was really neat to be able to walk through that and see all the running gear that was out there. You realize that, wow, this is a, you know, this is a you could go really really deep into swag uh, for for the running community. Actually, Joe, I was just telling him just uh, before we recorded that I just ordered a new running watch and uh, I'm super Sweet. excited about it. It will be in tomorrow. And Joe saw the one I got and he's he he. I think I've got him in the in the bug now for maybe getting a new <laughs> yeah. one as well. So. Justin, the one thing I want to say is um, everybody usually focuses on, and we know we haven't gotten to that part of the expo yet, but everybody knows there's the Run Disney merchandise in its separate building in the cheerleading arena. But the vendors also have specific Run Disney merchandise as well, or like Disney-themed merchandise. So, for example, years ago, uh, for all of our older Run Disney people, uh, they used to have the New Balance special Run mm -hmm. Disney shoes, which were absolutely amazing. I got two pairs. I got a Goofy pair and a Space Mountain pair. Absolutely amazing. But they don't have that anymore. But even for an example, Features, uh, it's a, a very good running sock company. Um, they had special princess socks um, that were made and they just sell just at like Disney events and they are for men and female. And I may or may not have bought a pair or two of princess socks. Ooh. So I'm just saying, so when you're looking through these vendors, they sometimes have some special items that even though they're not officially Disney sponsored, they're kind of for the Disney community. So when you're walking through the expo, keep an eye for that kind of stuff because for features, you can't go on their website and order those socks. They only have them at the Run Disney Expo. So just kind of want to throw that out there for anybody who's doing a race coming up. Keep an eye out for those special items from regular vendors as well. Dan, you kind of mentioned the fact that you kind of maybe took not enough time to go through this building. For sure. Yeah, like I said, I, I can't remember. I got, I got there right when it opened at noon. Uh, I think the first thing I did was the merchandise. So I wanted to I wanted to get some, some, some marathon stuff. So I, I walked through that. And then after that, that's when I went to my bib. 
got that, went to the expo part. And like by that time, I want to say it was going on one o'clock. And that was the same day we had MK reservations and we had uh, Whispering Canyon later that day. And that was at like 530. So I was like, you know, I'm, I was kind of pressed for time at that point because I'm at the expo at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I can't spend too much time here. I got to get back so we could get to Magic Kingdom because I, I actually, I think I had Genie Plus that day. And I want to say I had stacked like four or five rides. And ultimately, we only did like two of them just because we did, just didn't have time to, to, to actually do it. So it's kind of a waste of money on my part. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, but it was cool because, again, we, we ran into some of our Sorcerer's running team. I got to run into Chris Masterakis and family. I saw Cheryl Pavia. Uh, so, I mean, it was kind of cool just to kind of run into those folks, you know, briefly as I was actually, it was actually when I was leaving, uh, I saw them as I was walking through ESPN and that's actually the first time I've been to that complex. So it's, it's kind of impressive. It's really nice there. And like in all of my years of going to Disney, I'd never had a reason to go there. Uh, but it was really nice. And I think, like I said, next year, I'm going to have a different game plan. I'd like to try to get there that first day and, you know, spend some time there. Uh, and just kind of go through the vendors because again like joe said there there may be some you know some small disney stuff that you can find at some of those vendors and i did buy a new running belt that day too uh just because i wanted something you know expecting to run the full half i wanted to have enough space to uh you know put my gels and everything like that so i was able to get that and uh but like i said it was it was it was a cool experience i just wish i spent a little more time there uh it's funny you say that man because i i think next year I actually want to be down at down at Disney on a Tuesday or before because I want to be there to be able to do a full day at Expo. Yeah. Because we were driving from Charleston and Katie worked the night before and so we, you know, we couldn't leave here till almost 8 because she didn't get home from the hospital till then. And so but realistically we didn't get down there till 2 2:30 2 something like that and we had to straight to Expo by 3. And you can't make a virtual queue for the run Disney merch until you're 45 miles within property. And so by the time I was going to make a virtual queue, the, the wait time was like two to three hours to get yeah. in, you know, for, for my virtual queue would. And then, then it was another, from what people were posting, it was another hour wait on top of that. Yeah. Once you got in and we had a dining reservation that night, which I don't remember where we ate. I can't remember where Planet, we ate, Dan. Planet Hollywood. Oh, we was playing Hollywood, and we'll chat about that. Um, before we go to playing Hollywood, though, let's talk about the run Disney aspect of the merchandise. Joe, uh, I got to tell you, man, this was the one thing, and it's my fault. I can't. This has nothing to do with Disney. This is all my fault. So, one thing I was a little disappointed about is the fact that I didn't go over until Friday to do this because, like I just said, when able to get a virtual queue, they have to have a virtual queue that first day on that Wednesday. And I just was unable to get it. So I couldn't get into the run Disney merch. When I, when I went over on Friday afternoon, I was a little bummed that they did not have, they had stuff that you could get. We got an ornament, got a couple other things. Uh, luckily, Anker and Amy are fantastic. And they were able to get my daughter wanted the bag. What's that? The lounge fly or whatever they are bags. Lounge fly, yeah. Yeah, she wanted that, and then Katie wanted the ears, and Anker picked that up for me on Wednesday, and uh, you know I just been moding, but um, but I you know when I went over, I kind of wanted the jacket after I saw it. I was like, man, and all they had was like XL and XXL. So if you if you wear an XL or an XXL, I mean, wait to go to Expo because they had tons of them. 
but for the medium here, I can't, uh, it, it was it, very, very limited, very, very little merch. I actually did not buy anything in the run Disney, uh, building there. So run me through your, uh, they have some cool merch. Run yeah. me through your experience, uh, Joe, with this one this year and everything that you saw. Did you pick up anything over there? So I did pick up something. So first of all, um, welcome to the running community where the most prized thing anybody can get in an expo is the jacket of the race. Yeah. So when I've run New York, you saw I had a New York City Marathon jacket on this weekend. I've got one from Marine Corps, Detroit. It's the thing, like, for example, the, the most proudest thing any runner can wear is a Boston Marathon jacket. They change them every year. You see people walking around with them. It's like, it's it's a it's a show of honor. You know what I'm saying? So the jacket is always the most prized thing and it sells out or you get the eBay People that go in there and they buy up all the smalls, mediums, and larges. So unfortunately, that's, that's such kind a of bummer, like, dude. I hate it. Really, that. it it really is. Unfortunately, um, you don't see I that. There was big... a girl laying on twenty jackets. Yeah, if but... I was there for that, I would just go and grab them yeah. and be like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." It's... Yeah, no, she okay. she grabbed them all off the rack, and I guess people were coming to like meet because you could only buy two per person, her size though. So check this out. Disney's got to fix this, dude. They've got to fix this. Is this resellers? You can buy. Yes, so the ch- you can you can buy two per person per size. So that means if you have four people, right, and you grab two jackets. Now I'm doing math. I can't even do. It. I took math one nine three times in Kentucky, dude. It's ridiculous the fact that they're walking out with could be like forty jackets. It's 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 crazy. Do you guys and then they're, remember two hundred dollars on eBay? Yeah. Do you guys remember if when we register because one of the things that Disney did, Run Disney did do is they made you where you could pre-order the jacket. So I don't, listen, I'm not one to buy a Run Disney jacket. That's just, I don't, that's not something I usually will get. So they do make that available sometimes for pre-order. I just don't know. I didn't pay attention this year as we were registering. But yeah, that's one of those that you can pre-order. I know if you're a club Run Disney, that's one of the perks you get in earlier to buy the merchandise. I guess it's like having status on a Disney cruise, right? You just have status to spend more money earlier. But I will say this, that is disappointing, right? Um, that the jackets were usually sold out. It's actually better that they've moved the Run Disney merchandise to another venue. Believe it or not, Justin, the Run Disney merch used to be where the T-shirt pickup was, mm-hmm. jammed in the back of that the expo hall. It was awful, dude. So at least they have a lot more room now. Finally, though, Run Disney Estate merchandise-wise, they never... So the running shirts that you get with um, your registration were always like the moisture wicking, the polyester, yeah, always yep. nice shirts. Uh, I think they've changed the design a little bit. I don't like how they don't have the parks on each of the shoulders anymore, what you run through. Kind of got a little lazy with that, but it is what it is. However, the other merchandise you could buy at the expo, for example, the I Did It shirts, um, the way they actually break it up is just to, for our runners is they have run Disney merchandise in general. Then they have Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend merchandise, like a whole row of that stuff. And then they have each race broken up into a different section. So they'll have like men's, women's, and they'll say, I did it shirts for that specific race, so on and so forth. They were always cotton shirts, always. And runners never wear cotton. If you live in Florida or visit Disney World, you never wear cotton, right? They finally started making those shirts in polyester. So I give them credit. Even the spirit jerseys were made in polyester. So thank you, Run Disney, for at least... Getting with the times now, they're a little bit more money, but at least they're made of that polyester material which you could wear them in the parks now. So I actually did get a Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, like a generic t-shirt, um, and then I have my race shirt I got for with my registration. So I will give them that. They did have a plenty of that merchandise that didn't run out, which was good. Um, but the thing is, if you get there on Saturday and you're running the marathon, it may be slim to, 
pickings of what's left. So yeah. uh, if there's something you want specific, even if you're just running the marathon, you might want to get down a little bit early or find somebody who's going to be down there and see if they'll pick up something for you. But I will say the merchandise was a little bit better than previous years, uh, the quality of it. But again, it stinks that the jackets always sell out. They're always on eBay. They've gotten better with trying to combat that, but it just seems that there's people that just, they just, they just abuse the system. It just, it really stinks. You know what they should do though? And this is an easy fix. This is an easy fix. You should only be able to buy the jacket if you are registered for the race. So if you're running dopey, you're the only people that can buy the dopey jacket. I agree. No one else. No one else. You should have to show the fact that, hey, I'm registered for dopey. Because here's here's the thing a lot of people don't realize. Anyone can go to the expo. Yeah. Anyone can get a virtual queue for the expo. Anyone. You don't have to be running a race. Like, you can just get on the app, just like you would get a virtual queue for Tron, and you sign up, and you go in, and you can buy anything in there. Anything. You should have to show, hey, I'm running the 5K, or hey, I'm running the 10, or the full, or the, or the half, or uh, goofy, or dopey. And that allows you to purchase those really hard-to-get items for that specific race. That's what they should do. Because there's no... There is no reason for anyone to buy a dopey jacket if you're not running dopey. You talk no. stolen, that's stolen valor. You know what I mean? You'll never see that at a larger race, uh, New York City, Chicago, um, any of like the Abbott major marathons. Like when you go to Boston, like if you're not running the race, you're not buying that kind of merchandise. You may buy like a t-shirt or something if you go like to watch some friends run or whatever, but you're not spending the amount of money like buying the merch. Like if I were to go just say Justin, if I were to go a piece, Joe. Trust me, I've I've gone to the New York City Marathon, dude, and spent close to a thousand dollars, dude. Like my first year I did it. Got a little I got a little excited. So um it wasn't that much, it was like six hundred. But my point being is like you don't you don't see that it's like a Disney thing where just people just they go and they they buy things that they're not doing. <laughs> so right. I, I don't understand that, but, but it's he, stolen valor, it really is. Here's my question though. Like how many how many people run dopey? Do you do we have any idea like how many people are actually running I don't know everything? So like I looked up there, there is a there is a way you can find the results. Because so I mean, are there really that many people buying that jacket that don't run it? I mean, I I that makes no sense to me. So like I would think as far as the resellers go. The price can't be driven up that much because it should just be the people who are running the dopey to that's that are going to want to buy no, but that. They, but that's not it. They know that if you run dopey, you want the jacket. Well, yes. So resell, resellers but, go in and they buy them. Right. They but, buy them all up and then they put them on eBay and people are like, well, I dopey is one of those things. All right. First off, let me explain dopey. So I know that we keep saying we keep referencing dopey. So let me run through the races really quickly. So that way, for the rest of the episodes, you guys kind of are on the same page as, as what we're talking about. So for Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, you you have four races. You have the four uh, the, the four k. You have the five k, which is uh, three point uh, one miles, which is on that Thursday. You have the ten k, which is six point two miles, which is on that Friday. You have the half marathon, which is thirteen point one miles, on that Saturday. And you have the full marathon, which is 26.2 miles on that Sunday. If you So you have those four races you can sign up for. You can also sign up to run Goofy. So Goofy is you're going to run the half marathon and the full marathon together. Or if you're like me and absolutely crazy, uh, you can sign up for Dopey, where you're going to run the 5K on Thursday, the 10K on Friday, 
the half marathon Saturday and the full marathon on Sunday. And you do them in a row. Joe, you are a dopey uh, uh, graduate. You've completed alumnus. the race. You're an alumnus. That is hallowed ground for a run Disney runner. Yeah, I mean, because it's hard to get into in general, but just to wake up every morning and to look, it's hard enough to complete a marathon by itself. I don't care if you walk it, run it. I don't care if you're a John Castano or you or me out there on Saturday. It, it's it's hard to do. And to do 48.6 miles, it's it's not easy. Yeah. It's not. The distance, the mag, the miles are magic, but the distance is the distance. It doesn't lie. Yeah. It, it's it's hard to do. It's hollow ground. The human body's not really supposed to do that. And you train like crazy to do it. And it's an accomplishment when you get it done. And so people want to wear that jacket. They want to have that moment. And these dumb resellers, these jerk faces, go in there and buy these jackets up. And then they put them on eBay for $250. They mark them up three times the value of what they are. And they're the worst. And Disney needs to fix it. Disney, you listen. Fix it. It's easy. Make sure you're registered. Only people who are registered should be able to buy those jackets. That's it. This will be my last soapbox, I promise, for the next two episodes. That'll be it. I'm kind of enjoying it, though. No. Yeah, but it's all, It's true. Like, it's true. I can't like, wait. It's just, it's, I can't wait till next December when he's talking about it again as his, his race is getting close. He's going to be so angry <laughs> going into there. He's going to be yelling at people. Oh, it's going to be good. I'm going to love it. <laughs> Now here, let me but, ask you this though: when you're when you are yeah. registering, if you want to do the dopey, is that can you just register for dopey, or do you have to register yes. for each race? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can register for dopey. It's but it sells out fast, so yeah. that's why. Hey, if you if you've not if you're interested in doing a run Disney race, join our Sorcerers Running Team over there on Facebook because DDP Sorcerers Running Family on Facebook, uh, because we do something on registration day that makes it much easier for you to get the race that you want. We all we do a Zoom and we are all on there as we're registering. And then what you can do is you can actually share your uh say like I get on on my computer, my phone, my iPad and all this stuff, right? And then you have a you have a kind of a you're in a virtual queue, you're in a, you're in a queue to be able to register. Well, it'll tell you where you're at. So you may be like number 200, you know, 46 out or Last time I was like 3,000 out. Well, then we can share that URL. So let's say that Joe's able to register, but he's got another another window open. He's like 200 out. He's like, hey, dude, here's the URL. Here's this and click it. And it'll take you to that spot to where you can you can get registered. So we help each other as a team get everybody registered. So it's a huge uh, help with that. Um, this past year, I was in the poly and man, Jess Johnson helped me out. She got me a spot and it was just, it was great. I was able to get whatever I wanted. So uh, make sure to join over there if, if you're interested in doing that. But yeah, you can sign up for those. Hey, Justin, can I just put a, something out there too? Um, these races are very family friendly. However, there are age limits to certain things. So for example, if you want to run the 5k, uh, your child has to be at least five years old and up to participate in a 5k a 10k they have to be at least 10 years of age or older a half marathon they have to be at least 14 years old and to run the marathon which would be either the dopey or the goofy challenge they'd at least be 18 they have to be a legal adult to do that so uh, even if you have a a child who is a 
great cross country runner and they're 16, I think technically they're not able to complete in the marathon. So it's just something to keep in mind when registering um, that there are age requirements to these races. Yep. No, uh, I love that. Love that information. Anything you guys want to add to Expo uh, before we move on, guys? I'll say this one thing with Dan before I uh, before I let you close it out. Um, try to go with friends because you yep. want to get those pictures at the Expo. They have the pictures of the maps of the race courses that you're going to run. Uh, the characters are there, all the different stanchions outside. Uh, if you can go with one or two friends or with a group, it just definitely makes the experience a lot more enjoyable. Um, but also too, like Justin and I went back a second time, go for the first time, get the, your must need items and maybe go back this another day right afterwards and really take your time and go through, uh, for the first time I really, when Jen and I went, we really took our time going through, we spent a good two hours there and we didn't feel rushed and it was amazing. So take your time, maybe go a second time and definitely go with friends. Oh no, I completely agree. Uh, the, the, the time. We went the second time, and that was when you and you and I were there, Joe, together. And we, like I said, we just kind of meandered. We took our time. We went through all of the shops. I feel like I feel like we at least walked through all the stuff that was there. Yep, kind of saw it, was able to experience it and stuff like that. And yeah, I didn't feel rushed at all. We actually ran into uh, Zurich and who else we ran into over there? Uh, McCammons were there. McCammons were there. That's right. Yep, yep. So we were able to hang with them for a little bit, chat with them, and and spend some time. So that was that was a ton of fun. Um, Dan, anything to add to Expo before we no. move on to actually race weekend? No, I just piggyback on what Joe said. I like, I, I wish I would have gone with other folks. I was trying to get it done quickly, so I went by myself. You know, rushed through it, and like, like I said, I, I regret not spending more time there. And again, there were there's a ton of picture opportunities with all the race and you know memorabilia there, and, and they have all the medals there and in the in the in the courses. So again, I wish I would have had someone there with me and spent more time, but. You know, lesson learned. Uh, I'll do better next year. Lovely. Uh, let's move on. That evening, we were able to go over to Disney Springs. Of course, we were staying at the boardwalk, or staying at the boardwalk, staying at Saratoga. So we were able to head right over. It was a fantastic little walk. We didn't walk it though, Joe. We got in the car and we did my little trick of driving over closer to the bridge because we had to save our legs. No, don't tell that secret, right? That's, <laughs> that's our that's our that's our little secret. Uh, and then we went over to Planet Hollywood. Um, why do we go to Planet Hollywood? It's simple. Because Dave is the new entertainment director for Planet Hollywood at Disney Springs. And we were able to go watch our buddy in full uh, full character over there with the mic in hand, having a blast. Uh, boys, Planet Hollywood, I don't eat there a lot, but I probably will eat there more often now. Uh, Dan, really great experience going over there and seeing uh, seeing him do his thing. No, it was good. It was good seeing Dave and his element. Uh, I would be lying to you if I was uh, – I kept looking over my shoulder – because I was waiting for Justin to try to get something set up to embarrass me with Dave. Uh, you know, maybe it wasn't a, the professional atmosphere to do that, but I still, you know, with Justin and Dave, you cannot trust them. So I was just kept looking over my shoulder to make sure that nothing was going to happen because uh, I've, I've learned my lesson in the past. <laughs> if it had not been his first night on microphone, because he's been training, so it was his first night with Mike in hand, full restaurant i would have definitely done something to want to somebody like that's just it would have it would have happened like that's just it just the way it was uh really great to see him in his element though and and to hang out there and look i mean we didn't get to go to stargazers but it was right there you know right oh, beneath it still counts yeah it still counts anchor still, still, still came and joined us john came and joined yeah. john actually had a beer too i think that was like one of his... i couldn't believe yes. it 
That was so one of his John first. Castano yeah. r- runs dopey every year. And he told me before we even went to Florida, he was like, I do not have any sort of beverage until Sunday, which listen, the fact that he has beverages on Sunday is the reason that I did half marathon this year. Uh, because I try to keep up with him. And like I said, the dude's a machine. I can't, can't keep up with him. Uh, but really, really great. A lot of fun. If you're in uh, the Central Florida area, you're at Walt Disney World, and you want to go see Dave, Dave is over there every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. And uh, you can go. You can meet Dave. You can have a picture. You can get to know him a little bit and see him in his element over at Planet Hollywood at Disney Springs. So a lot of fun there. But, Joe, the thing about Walt, the Run Disney races, like I said, you are not there for a normal park experience. Uh, you are there for business. And, you know, Dan and I, uh, I, Dan did not, was not running the 5K, but I had the 5K the next morning. So I had to call it early and head back over to Disney, uh, Saratoga Springs to get some sleep because I woke up at 2.15 a.m. for the 5K, the first race of a Run Disney event. And uh, it is quite the experience uh, to get up that early when you're on Walt Disney property. Well, the first thing you mentioned is, is, you know, you had to go to bed early. So if you're going to be doing any of these races and you're down in Walt Disney World, you need to be okay with calling it an early night, calling it where if you're with a group of people saying, hey, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? You may get that peer pressure where you still want to stay out, maybe see the fireworks. But that 2.15 departure or the 2 a.m. wake up is going to come really fast for you. And then you're you're down there for your business trip. You're down there to do the races. The after stuff is really a bonus while you're down there until you finish and then you can go and have a party and have a good time. But you have to be okay with calling it early, knowing when to shut it down, knowing when to get off your feet. Uh, I mean, Justin, you saw me half the time. I was sitting in random places to get off my feet on race mornings and during the, during the, the week leading up to the race. But yeah, I mean, it comes early. Um, but yeah, but how was your first experience waking up that early to be a participant though? Like what were you feeling I mean, I know how I felt my first time doing it, but like, what were your feelings? You know, you were with Katie and Riley and you guys were dressed up in costume. Like, what was your feeling getting up that early to head to the buses? So here's the thing. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I was kind of shocked because so on Wednesday, I had to get up early to drive down. So I was already tired. And look, I don't care how far you drive. Like if it's over five hours, it's tiring. Like, you know what I mean? So, and then you get there, the excitement of the expo, we got to eat, we do all that. I was tired, so I actually got a decent night's sleep. I got, uh, like, maybe five and a half hours, like five hours. I didn't feel terrible. Um, I will say this. It was, it was, that was the hardest morning to wake up for me, was that morning, was the 5K. Uh, I, I got up. We got dressed. Now we had our flat Katie. We had our flat Riley. We had our flat Justin all laid out. For those of you who don't know what those are, Joe, run me through what runners do on marathon weekend uh, to to make sure you're ready for that morning. Yeah. So runners will lay out all of their clothing on a bed or any kind of like, you know, flat surface. And it serves multiple purposes. Number one, to make sure that you have everything ready the night before for your race. So if you forgot something, if you lay out your shoes and you have your shorts and your singlet or whatever, if you have a costume, and you realize, oh, my God, I don't have socks. It gives you maybe an opportunity to go and try to find those items so you have them ready to go. Number two is you can post it on social media. It lets your friends and family know what you look like. So if they are spectating you on the course or if you are meeting friends in the corrals or in the meetup area, they know what to look for in the morning and know what you look like. So kind of 
involves multiple um, bonuses of what it's used for, but it's definitely one of those things where uh, it's to make sure that you have everything. And when the morning comes and you're groggy and you're waking up, everything's laid out for you, you're not digging through things and you're ready to go. It just makes life a lot easier and takes a lot more stress off of you. 100%. So we had everything laid out. We got ready. We headed over to the bus. We got on the bus. And I think this was when it really hit me that, hey, this isn't your local 5K. This isn't your local running event. This is a monster of an event that you're a part of because once we arrived at Epcot, we got off the bus, we walked through, you go through the main security, like you're going into Epcot and then you turn around and you exit the park. Um, and then you walk back and you realize this is a party. Like this is, this thing is set up and it is awesome. And as tired as I was, the tired went away right away. Like I was right there. I got to give a huge shout out to Donnie Hebert. He, Donnie, Donnie only ran the 5k. But Donnie got up every single morning and was at the uh, pre-race stuff to make sure we had a table, to make sure we were set up, to cheer us on. Like, that dude is the greatest. I love him so much. Um, but let me talk a little about the 5K because we had some amazing people that ran together. I mean, I'm talking, like, John Castano, Donnie, uh, Ravi, Anker, and Amy, uh, we had, um, who else we had me, Katie, Riley, Dave ran it, which, uh, which was, uh, you know, quite, quite, quite the experience, uh, <laughs> running, running with Dave. I'll, I'll get into that in, in just a second. Um, but it is, uh, it's, it's oh, Stacy Sonic too. Um, that was over there hanging with us. So it's one of those things where it is just such a cool experience to be over there with everyone. We got there probably earlier than what we really had to. Um, Corrals didn't open for us until 4 a.m. We got there like maybe 2.45, 3 o'clock, something like that. But hanging out with everybody was the fun part. I mean, we went over, we saw characters, got to see uh, Steamboat Mickey. Was it, Oh, no, it was, it was Oswald. Oswald was over there. That's who we saw. Saw Oswald, took pictures, um, got to see the longest line of porter potties on the world. And Joe and I will get into that later in the episode. <laughs> sure. Will. Um, and, uh, had a blast. We dressed up as Dalmatians and I dressed up as Cruella. And, uh, we, we did this as a family. It was a lot of fun. And you start, you know, I, I'll say this. If you, if it's your first time, even if you're a runner, you've never done a run Disney event. I recommend doing the 5k cause it's a great introduction to how things are done. Um, I was telling Dan this because Dan Dan uh, signed up for the half and and wasn't able to get into the five k, uh, and I was like, dude, it's it, it shows you kind of how to do it. And actually, I think that's why Dan, you and I really went on ten k day to cheer. Yeah, was because I wanted you to be able to see the process of how to get through security, what everything's like before you went for the half marathon. Um, it was really kind of took the nerves away for me to be able to be there and see it people are on stage you know it's exciting music's playing this was a fun run for me uh i mean this this for me was an absolute blast i got to mike minnick uh you know uh, uh who who was it was it mike that i that i uh ran for with i think it was i can't remember who i ran for with i think it was mike minnick mike ran the half with me i know that yeah uh, i know you're running yeah. with mike yeah uh and so anyway, but yeah, we, uh, who was it that we had to pee? And now I can't remember. I've, I've gone absolutely brain. I'm so you sorry. Of the half when we were running the whole time. No, no. We'll talk about that. Cause <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a monster. You know, that? I, st I still got thorns in my shirt. So. <laughs> that's, that's the best. But anyway, so five K is a lot of fun. Um, I'm just going to run us through cause I'm, I'm the one who ran it. Uh, you get in your corral, 
you hang out. Uh, we took off. You get around the first corner. I will tell you this. I felt so bad. Joe, we got a tenth of a mile into this thing, and someone was puking. Obviously, she had something <laughs> wrong beforehand. Like, there's no way you're puking already after a 5K. Excuse me. But uh, we took a, we took a ride out of Epcot. We came around, and then we uh, entered. It was about first mile or so. You ran your first gear trail. It was Mickey and Minnie. I skipped that one. And uh, and went on, and we uh, got into Epcot and hung out for a little bit while everyone was meeting characters and stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, it's just it's just a fun run. I mean, there's no balloon ladies. There's no sort of you know you don't have any any stress or anything like that. You can just have fun with it. So I really recommend everyone do the five k. I mean, Joe, next year you're five k in it, right? Uh, I mean, I'll listen. I'm definitely be. Uh, well, if I'm doing a dopey, I'm doing all of them. So, see, I'm mm. going back. I'm going Hold back. On, are we for- getting a? Are we getting a? Are we getting a confirmation Dude, I'm, now? I'm, I'm being honest with our DDB family. I'm fifty fifty, and this is the reason why. So I'm gonna have the FOMO because if you all are doing dopey, and I'm not. I'm gonna have the FOMO, but at the same time, I really want to like run the marathon tape to tape, and like I've had two bad years of races at Disney in a row. And I want to crush a race down there. So if I know I do the dopey, I'll probably have more fun. But my marathon result will not be as good, obviously. So Cares. I'm go- well, I want to crush one, dude. I love to crush races down there. Yeah, but so still. Some, who, some, dude, some you, of my PRs are John down Castano there. So. Put it per- John Castano put it perfectly. You don't run Disney races for PRs. You run See, Disney races for I do races that, fun. though. I've, I've done well do, down there. Do other ones. So. I'll, I'll come run a Daytona marathon with you, and we'll do well, that, It was that's Donnie. A, that's Donnie. actually a month right now, dude. You know hey, that. Donnie and I. I'm not doing it that soon. Donnie and I. <laughs> I've got a half coming up in like two weeks. Oh, it's a half, Don, dude. Donnie and I. It, it wasn't Mike Minnick. Mike's Mike ran the half. Donnie and I were the ones. So, so here we go. I now I remember it hit me. It just hit me because Diana had a great conversation of like 20 minutes. Donnie and I come around and we get in line for Mickey and Minnie. Now here's the bummer. There were no porter potties for the first mile. And everyone says, Oh, there's porter potties on the course. No, there's not, not on the 5k. You have to get into, into Epcot to do it. So we, we get in line for Mickey and Minnie. I look at Donnie. I'm like, dude, let's, let's go, man. So we run all the way to Norway so we can pee. But then we had to wait like 20 minutes because the lines are, you know, crazy long for characters. So we're sitting there. Finally, they come through. And then we started this new kind of cool thing where we would run ahead. A couple of the guys would run ahead and get in line for characters. And the girls would take their time, kind of walk, run, jog to catch up with us. And then that way we were further along in the line to be able to, you know, see the characters, stuff like that. The problem is... Let me tell you something about Dave Griffiths, okay? Aussie Dave, as you guys know him. That dude has two speeds. It is stand still or sprint. There's no way he could ever do anything but a 5K, okay? One, he doesn't run, so he doesn't have endurance. Okay, I love him. I'll be the first one to admit this. That dude has no endurance. But he would be like, all right, let's go to the next character. And then he would just, like a bat out of you-know-what, just take off sprinting. Off to the next character. And even John Castano is looking at me like, what's this dude doing? <laughs> what's what's he doing? And me and Anker and John, you know, and Donnie, we would all kind of jog. And, you know, he's like, let's go. Let's go. You know, and I'm like, like we'll, we'll meet you there. It's fine. Uh, but, yeah, man. So he would take off. We'd get in line. And then we would see characters. It was just a ton of fun. That's a fun race. There's, like I said, no balloon ladies, no time. So everyone can sign up for that one. Uh, lots, lots, and lots of fun. Uh, Joe, you've ran the 5K before. Fun run. It's what it is. 
Yeah, it's fun. Um, I've done it with my dad and my mom. Uh, the last time I did it was, uh, last time I did it, it was during Dopey. That's actually the last mm. time I did the 5K. So it was about almost nine years ago. Uh, but it was a great race to do it with my dad and my mom. Uh, they got a little bit of the taste of the Run Disney bug. Uh, I'm glad I did it with them because, you know, my dad, you know, has had some health problems recently with uh, his back. So he's unable to do uh, races. He At one time, he was doing uh, 5 and 10Ks with me, even out in Disney. We did a couple Run Disney weekends together. It was a lot of fun. So take advantage of those times. It's a fun race to do. Make some great memories. Take a lot of pictures. That's what it's all about. It's not timed at all. There's no balloon ladies. Uh, which I can't wait to get your take on those, Justin, by the way, because you've seen him firsthand now uh, in the flesh. But yeah, 5K is a lot of fun. It kicks a great way to kick off the weekend, especially if you're doing dopey. It's a good way to kind of get those nervous energy out of your system and, uh, you know, just kind of get the uh, the ball rolling. So love it. Uh, so, Dan, so, really quickly, will you run the 5K next year? I, probably. But uh, like, unfortunately, this is my my second mistake of this trip. Um, number oh, one, okay. Yeah. Number one, I should have I should have ran the five k. I should have done that. Yeah. Or secondly, I should have been there to cheer everyone on. Um, that day, like so, like when we got there on Wednesday, that I had just gotten off the uh, off off of shift at the firehouse. So I I worked from Tuesday at seven a.m. till Wednesday at seven a.m. Came home, picked up Jen. We went to the airport and flew to Disney. So I was uh, I was up a little bit that night, so I was a little tired. And that Wednesday was my I guess my only night to like kind of enjoy myself. So like after we left Planet Hollywood, Jen and I went to the Dahlia Lounge. We had a few drinks and, uh, you know, like I said, that was my only day to really indulge before the half marathon. So I wanted to be able to sleep in a little bit and getting up at 2 a.m. after being at the firehouse the night before was like, was not like very You regret it now? I do regret it because I think it would have been fun to be there even if I wasn't running it. line. It would have been yeah. fun to be at the finish line with everyone. So again, that unfortunately, that's regret number two from this this weekend. But because again, all the pictures, it looked like it was a blast. So and again, the FOMO was 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 definitely real. Uh, but you know, you live, you learn, and and again, I will fix that again. That's the second thing I could fix for next year. I don't think you can say regret though, because you and I had never done this, so we're learning as we go. Right. You know what I mean? We're figuring it out. Yeah. So it's like. I would have done a few things differently as well, uh, and I will next year. But it's one of those things where you – I don't blame you for staying in bed. It's an early morning, man. Yeah. I got up every morning. It's funny. Katie asked me today. She goes, we got back from Disney yesterday. Uh, as we're recording this, we're just getting – literally just getting back from Marathon Weekend. Uh, I got back yesterday, and this morning – she goes, she woke up and she called me and she goes, where are you? And I was like, I'm on the treadmill. Cause I went and got in a little bit of work. Cause I got another half marathon coming up in less than two weeks. And she goes, what time did you get up? I was like, I don't know, like six 15. She's like, why? And I was like, because I've been waking up at two. It was like, <laughs> right. this is like sleeping in like crazy amount of time. So, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I think we learn, we, you know, we're new to it, Dan. And I, I think you would have really enjoyed the 5k because you don't feel obligated to run it. You can just take your time. I will tell you this, Joe, if you want to do Dopey next year, I'm telling you how I'm running it right now. For anyone else who wants to join me on my training path, I am run walking, jogging the 5K. It's going to be a fun run. Um, I am doing the same with the 10K, the half marathon. I will jog it, um, and then I will run the full marathon. I will save my legs for Sunday. John Castano, this is the first year he did it that way, and he will tell you 
He had more fun this year than he's ever had at any marathon weekend. And that dude is probably, if he's not the best runner on the team, he's, he's top three. He's darn close. <laughs> so. He's right there. Like he's right there. So if he can do it, then, then I'm happy to do it that way. So, uh, so yeah, five, five K was a blast. We got done and, uh, it was, it wasn't, it was a lot of fun. I will tell you this, the rain kicked in right as we were getting done. Um, it got very, very cold, uh, very fast. Uh, we got some pictures done really quickly and then we got out of there. So, uh, that was, that was Thursday. And, uh, and then we moved on to where did we go eat did we go anywhere on thursday i can't well, remember we were at magic kingdom for a while we went to mk that's right and, and then we went over to the uh, whispering canyon my first time well no we before whispering canyon yeah we oh we the went lounge. to uh, we went to dahlia lounge can we no, or no, not no. dahlia lounge to uh to uh territory, uh, lounge. Uh, territory lounge can i should we tell should we tell the dd family what happened oh with, boy with with my daughter oh yeah, absolutely this is where i showed up it's a great way All to start right. the weekend. So Joey comes in, and him and Jen, and it's uh, me and Katie and Riley and Joe and Jen and Dan and Jen, and we're all sitting in Territory Lounge waiting for our reservation over at Whispering Canyon. And so like I told you guys earlier that Katie or Riley had wanted the, the bag for Run Disney event, and so Anker had picked it up for it. So I had to Venmo Anker. Well, Kate, Riley's got a a green light card. It's like a little debit card for kids that we put money on all the time. And so I said, listen, you got to, you, you owe me a hundred dollars, pretty much 70, $75 or whatever it was. You owe me money because I, I paid for your bag. So anyway, we, we ordered drinks, you know, we finished five K. I don't have any race the next day. Dana have a race. Jordan have a race. So we order a few drinks, you know, we're enjoying it. We're telling stories. We're having a blast. And the server comes over and she's the same server. Who's taking care of us multiple times. She knows us. She's, she's amazing. She comes over to present the check, and I go, she's taking care of it. And I point to my 11-year-old daughter. <laughs> Joe, that's a look you don't see from a server very often. No. no. It, it, it was great, and I think that might have been the first time an 11-year-old paid for my barbell. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, for and sure. And I'll tell you, she, she handled it correct. She handled it great. She tipped properly. Yeah. She signed it. I mean, so, <laughs> but it was, it was just a random, fun thing. I thought you were kind of kidding. And then her, and I know that she has a green light card. You, you, you always talk about, you know, uh, you know, putting money, her allowance on her and stuff. And like, she literally paid the bill. I was like, wow. I was like, thank you, Riley. Appreciate it. So great way to start the night. Well, we always, we always tell, and I, I teach her to tip too. So like sometimes she'll, she'll, you know, if she owes me money, I'll be like, all right, you're picking up this tab or whatever. And, uh, I always teach her how to tip. So she's got to learn to tip and, and do all that. So she shows, she did well. I was proud of her. I do want to talk whispering Canyon real quickly. I'm going to throw it out there. You guys do with it what you want. I'm going to turn it over to you all. This is a very unpopular opinion. Extremely overrated restaurant. You're, Dan, you want to go first or want to go first? I'll go first. Well, number one, ahead, that, that restaurant, you're too bougie for that restaurant. So, like, the food there is, it's good. It's comfort food. It's fine. I actually enjoyed my meal. I had, the like, the fish and chicken. So, it was really good. Uh, I think the atmosphere has changed a little bit over the years. It's not quite the same. Um, like, I think they did more in the past, and they made more of a big deal about the ketchup. Or, you know, I've been there in the past where, you know, I, I drink I drink a lot of liquid. So, like, if I have a Coke or a water, I'll keep ordering a drink after a drink. And I've had 
I've had them bring me like pitchers or like huge like mason jars of drinks, and I didn't see them do anything like that. So I think the 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 goofiness of the of the of the wait staff has kind of been trimmed back a little bit over the years. Uh, maybe I was like post COVID. I don't know, but I mean, I still enjoyed my meal. I mean, are there better restaurants on property? Absolutely, but it's I I still had fun. And you know, you look like you had fun. You know, uh, you know, going around the restaurant with your with your horsey too. So I thought you had good time. Oh, I mean, I'll make fun. I, I will make any event fun. Yeah. Like you know this about me. Like yeah. I can I I can be a goofball and I can create fun with anything. But overall. Joe, this is an overrated restaurant for me. Like when I mm-hmm. when I look at Disney rest, like it, it, I don't know. It's just it's not my thing, man. It's the whole like, and maybe it's because of this. My family, when we go to a Disney restaurant, typically we get two meals and we split it between the three of us. Just what we do because you know me, I'm not a huge. You saw me at Rick's. Like I'm I'm not a big eater. Like I I can't eat a big meal, especially if I'm running. Like I can't eat a big meal. And I don't like the fact that it's like these platters that you are $40 per person and you can't share it and you can't do And they're like, oh, if I see you, we're going to charge you an extra $40. And I'm like, mm. uh, I don't know, man. Not for me. No. So a uh, great location. I uh, love it being inside of Wilderness Lodge. Anytime I can get to love that Wilderness resort, yeah. it's, it's, it's a win. Um, it was also a win because we talked about it on a Patreon episode. I made zero reservations, so this was a bonus for me that actually had a dining reservation at night with friends. So that was awesome. Um, the steam came out of my ears because the skillet's 40 bucks, or you get something for 36 like a steak or something like that. So you're kind of like pushed towards the skillet. Jen, my Jen, myself, and you, Justin, all we all ordered the same traditional skillet. And my wife had, I think, one rib a spoonful of like mashed potatoes and I'm just looking at her. I'm just like, Oh my babe, I just paid $40 for this. Can you try to eat mm-hmm. something a little bit more between the three of us? We ate a skillet and a quarter, maybe a quarter, a quarter. A quarter. And so I'll say this, uh, the ribs were overdone. Uh, the pulled pork, not really great. Mashed potatoes were good. The chicken was good. Chicken uh, was delicious. Chicken, I was, loved the chicken. chicken was delicious, yeah. but the Best ribs part. were, ribs were super tough. The pulled pork was not good. It was okay. It wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't inedible, but it was not good for the money. But I mean, my bill was a hundred and something dollars, dude, and my wife had like about three bites. So because she's not a big eater, I'm not, listen, we're on vacation. I'm not gonna say anything, but it's not a good value. Uh, it's not a good value. And the thing is, when you're paying that kind of price, I'd rather go to Ohana and get something I like. <laughs> you know, I can eat all the noodles I want then pay that for that price. Dude, so. There's too many other, let me tell you something. There's too many other great restaurants on Disney yeah. property that you can go, you can go to steakhouse 71, spend so the good. same amount of money and have an awesome meal. Grand Floridian cafe is another go to Olivia's. Thing. Yeah. There's so I, many great ones out you there. You can get a great prime rib at turf club. I know it's turf club. I was talking about Saratoga, but seriously for 36 bucks, it's cooked amazing. And you actually eat the whole thing. Here's so. the, here's, here's the thing for me, man, is this like, and I, I like when restaurants do the gimmicky thing. Like, I think that's fun. You know what I mean? Like, I think Hoopty Doo is the best experience on Disney property when you come to food. It's not the best food, but it's the best experience. But there wasn't enough. And to be, you may know, be completely honest, maybe just the experience we had wasn't there. But I don't really love when I go to a Disney restaurant for someone just to throw straws on the table and go, you figure it out. That's not my thing. 
I, it seems like a lot of wrestlers are doing that. I mean, I know it's a, but even fifties prime time. They don't do that. Um, they'll just be, they'll kind of bust your chops a little bit. Right. But yeah, but that's like, I, a, but it's I like, that was, her shtick, that was like her shtick, I guess. But, um, she, she had some funny one liners, yeah, but I agree. Yeah, it's yeah, like, all right, yeah. I'm still paying top dollar. Like, I don't want to be reaching over my neighbor or like people, reaching people over you just rave to get a about straw. it, Joe. People rave about it. And it's they're not like, oh, what? it's the ketchup thing. And I'm like, so when someone yells ketchup, I walk it to another table. I agree with Dan. It's yeah, not it's not what the same. it was. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's definitely not it's definitely not what it yeah. was. And e- know, even man. for even for example, man, and we walked I feel in, like Jen I'm being I, like super negative tonight, and I'm sorry. No, I'm but, not, but we I'm need not. to be honest with our honest. I, I, we have to be honest. It's not dude. for me. It's not for me. Yeah, they used like, to, just, but again, they used to do more. Like I remember when I was back there. I think it was like 2017 or 2018. Like they had all kinds of different props that they would bring out. Like I remember they put like Emmett in jail because he didn't finish his his vegetables. Poor kid was crying. Because he was put in, literally, it was like a like some bars on a, on some wood, like yeah. sat in front of him, and the kids crying, and I'm like, settle down, this is hilarious, and so again, they've peeled back a lot of what they do, and it's kind of trimmed down. It's not the same, you know. Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't really like any of the the all you care to enjoy restaurants at Disney because it's just again, it's mass produced food. It's not going to be great anyway. Uh, but you're you're supposed to be paying for the experience. Unfortunately, the experience at Whispering Canyon is not what it used to be, in my opinion. But thank you, Justin, for making my reservation for me. I appreciate it. You're very you're very very welcome. Uh, let's really quickly go through the 10K. We did not um, we did not run of it. None of us did, but we did get up and go over there. Yes, coldest morning out of all the mornings, uh, and it wasn't close. Uh, let's because this is a great time to talk about spectators. I want to give a huge shout out to our DDP Sorcerers um, cheer squad. Amazing. Headed by Sarah Castano. And those people, I mean, Ravi, Ravi, man, dude, rock star. There for the five, there for the 10, you know, like just a rock star. They're cheering people on. Um, thank you guys so much for everything you all did over the weekend. It really makes a huge difference for the runners to be able to see you all and and hear you and, and the motivation you, you did. But we were a part of that for the 10K, uh, all three of us. I told Dan, I was like, dude, you got to come out, man. We got to do this for the for the 10K. And uh, Joe, you and I, we got on the bus, I think about 2.45, we started We started heading that way. Or we drove. Did we dri- oh, no, we drove. we drove. That's right. Nope. I actually, we drove at 2.45. I'm glad yeah. you said this because we were driving over. I said I was going to go pick up Dan. Sarah Castano had just come in day before and she was actually not texting me or the group she was texting riley and she said there's been no buses that come have come through and i said we'll come pick you up so joe and i left we went over we picked up dan then we picked up sarah hold on and uh Ry- hold, riley on. got up too hold on yeah. you i called you i was downstairs in the lobby at coronado and i'm yeah. like man it's it's really early away. dan dan needs a cup of coffee right now so i no, just i called away. i'm like hey how far out are you? Do I have time to get a cup of coffee? We're one minute out, Justin says. I'm like, all right, crap, fine. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna head out because I actually took so at Coronado, I took the elevator all the way to the lower level because the lower level I could take over to the to the quick service. I thought I'd go get a cup of coffee over there. Just as I get out of the elevator, you're telling me you're a minute out. So I'm like, all right. So I walk by Barcelona Barcelona Lounge. I'm heading upstairs just before I head upstairs. Thank God. They had coffee there with cups, like to just go ahead and grab. So I was able to grab myself a cup of coffee. I head upstairs, go outside, and I wait about five minutes 
for Justin and Joe to show up. So listen, you lion we son of a gun. Sec- we were up, we held up at security. So. Yeah. Listen, listen, here's the thing, too. Actually, I told you that, and then I looked at Joe. I was like, we're 10 minutes. Away. Actually, it wasn't even me. <laughs> Joe looked at me and was like, we're not even close. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah, we were at the we were at the speedway by the boardwalk. Yeah. You're lucky. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, we, we did make every light though, Dan. We made every yeah. light that morning. Yeah. That was our morning that we were like, "This is all green lights. This is fantastic." So, uh, yeah, we went and picked up Dan. Riley got up and was ready to roll. Man, she was a rock star too, and and was ready with us. Went and picked up Sarah Castana, and then we headed over. And this was Dan's first experience of walking into a Run Disney event. Dan, this is when it kind of hits you, dude. This is different. Yeah, I mean, this is when I started to get a little fired up. I'm like, all right, this is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I've, you know, I've done races in the past. So I'm like, I knew come race time, I was going to be like, like the Tasmanian devil ready to just like take off. So it, it like a told totally different than any other race that I've seen in the past, like so much stuff, lots of music, just, it was like a huge party. And, and there were so many people there, tons of fans just there cheering people on. It was, it was a really cool experience uh absolutely amazing 10k runner so proud of you guys you guys absolutely rocked it we were so happy to cheer you guys on it was an absolute blast with that but boys let's close up this episode because next episode we will be chatting about the half marathon the full marathon and of course our meetup with base camp and all those great things uh before we do that look the one opportunity that we have all throughout marathon weekend is some incredible uh opportunities to take some photos around Walt Disney World, around Run Disney property. And so I'm going to take us into our favorite thing every week, and that's Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. What a weekend for amazing pictures. And uh, look, we're going to hold it to exactly what we've talked about so far, and that is either the 5 or the 10K, because we're going to have some amazing pictures for you coming on the next episode. From the half, the full, and of course, man, we're going to have so many pictures. We're going to have to take multiples, uh, the base camp meetup. But I'm going to start uh, with picks of the week with the great Dan Rossi. What do you got, man? Uh, I'm going to go to our buddy Ravi. He posted a picture of our 5K runners. And again, just, I'm, again, it just brings me back to being disappointed for not being there. But again, it was that was a really cool idea that you guys had. You had you as Cruella. You had all your Dalmatians. And there were so many cool pictures that pe- people posted about that. I mean, I know what were we we were talking about. There was some picture where, where, where Donnie was trying to like pretend to be a dog and on all like, fours, right? Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and it, it looks it, like he's just falling yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he's just falling, and John's like <laughs> looking over at him. But again, really cool picture because again, just seeing all of our DDP people together, you know, with all those outfits, kind of coordinating, really cool. That is definitely my pick of the week this week. I love it. Joe, how about you, man? So mine goes, uh, first of all, Marathon Weekend. It's not only about the runners and their accomplishments, but it's also about the spectators. We kind of talked about it in today's episode. So mine is a pays homage to our number one cheerleader, and that is Sarah Castano. And she posted, and the reason why I'm picking this is throughout the whole weekend, Sarah was posting on multiple Facebook pages everybody's bib numbers and their progress through the Track Shack site, which is the official timing and scoring for the Run Disney weekends. So we everybody could see how everybody was doing and what their bib numbers was and where they were on the course. So mine is kind of a general shout-out to Sarah Castano, our number one cheerleader, kind of organized everything, keeping everybody informed of what was going on, who was where. So for that, Sarah, you get my pick of the week. She's awesome. Hey, let me let me talk about Sarah. Oh, 
Jeez, without getting emotional. I know this sounds weird to people, but when you're part of these weekends, then you'll understand. Uh, the, when you run races, being knowing that your spouses and family and friends are there to cheer you on means so much. And I don't think there's anyone else who embraces it and and loves it as much as Sarah Constano does. Like she, she organized. She's the head of our cheer team. She organized it. She made the cowbells. She had everything ready to roll for everyone. She made sure everyone was in the right place where they needed to be as far as cheering wise. I mean, we'll talk about it. But marathon weekend, we had three different spots over twenty six miles of of DDP cheer squads to to get the guys home. You know, to where they needed to be. She may kill me, and that's okay, because I love her. But I'm going to share a text message she sent me. And I couldn't respond for a while because I got a little bit emotional. And she sent me a text. She said, before I get into Epcot and find you, I just wanted to say how much it means to me that you guys showed up for Johnny and our other runners today and all weekend. You weren't running. Your spouse wasn't running. Uh, but you got up at zero dark early in the cold rain and showed up for him doing something he loves so much. And I know having him, uh, having more than just me at the finish line means the absolute world to him. So on behalf of all the spouses who wait solo at the finish line, thank you. That epitomizes what this team is. Because when we say Marathon Weekend and we've been talking about being a runner and a, and a participant, the true participants, I am telling you right now, are the spectators, are the cheer squads. Because they're getting there at 2.30, at 3 o'clock in the morning. They're standing in the rain for two, three, four, five hours to be there to cheer you across the finish line. They're the true heroes of this thing. And it's not just the ones that we know. It's not just the 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 DDP Sorcerer Cheer Squad. It's the tens of thousands of people who stand on the sidelines and cheer and want the best for you as a complete stranger. They don't know you but they cheer you because they know you're trying to do something really hard. And that's so special. And that's what makes run Disney so different. I was standing marathon weekend on the bridge, watching runners come through and cheering with everything I had, because I know that they're doing something hard mile 24 coming across that bridge. And Sarah Castano is the epitome of that person. And she's an incredible person, incredible family. And if anything brings you to Marathon Weekend, even if you're not a runner, even if you're not someone who wants to participate, being a part of that cheer squad is really special. And it's something that I promise you, if you do it, we've all done it. We did it for the 10K. It's a ton of fun. It's a ton of fun to be there to see your your team, your family, but also complete strangers, complete something that's really hard and cheer them on. So Sarah, love you. And uh, can't wait to do this again next year. It's going to be even bigger and, and badder than it was this year. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Um, not to hijack that one, Joe, but just but you like you like my pick of the week. So <laughs> what that. is what is your pick of the week, Justin? My pick of the week is David Killian. Uh, going in a completely different path. Love David. That dude got to meet him in person for the first time. Uh, one of the greatest, funniest uh, picks that we've had for the marathon weekend. He said, "Running through MK today." Didn't matter what park he was in, yeah. all of his uh, pictures on any attraction 
or him running. So yeah. he's on the Haunted <laughs> Mansion. He's running. Ron, he's running. Space Mountain, he's running. Yeah. Like, it was great. It was you know? great, And it, yeah. it continued all the way through Marathon Weekend, too. Yeah. So he just continued to get those miles in. So that was really, awesome. really good. <laughs> uh, well, GDP family, we hope you've enjoyed this uh, kind of look into our weekend. Our experience over Marathon over the first couple of days through the Expo, the 5K, the 10K. And uh, next weekend, we'll be bringing you the half, the full, and the meetup with Basecamp as we get into it. We don't want to leave any detail unturned, and we hope that this gets you excited. You know, no matter where you're at in your journey, no matter where you're at uh, in your, your, you know, kind of wanting to get started, whether it's walking a 5K or, or walking your first mile or maybe running your first half marathon or first marathon or anything, we hope this gets it to the point to where you'll go over and join the DDP Sorcerers page. You'll become a part of our family because you'll realize that it's nothing but positivity. And then next January, you'll be with us in Orlando for these memories because they are, I'm telling you, they're special. It's its a really special moment. So, boys, let's close this portion up, part one of our recap of Marathon Weekend. And, of course, next week we'll be back with part two. I'm coming to you first, Dan. Um, yeah. Looking at this whole weekend, you know, old Dan, like when he was maybe 25 years old, I would have been so fired up. I would have been right behind Justin saying, hey, I'm doing dopey, too. I've kind of I've, I've learned to curb my enthusiasm a little bit. And so I'm like, I'm, I'm definitely going to do the half next year. Might do another small race, too. Uh, but again, there's just th- this weekend was so awesome. I think I, I think I said this before, like this was Jen's favorite trip. Like this is the first time we just went down. Which with, says something because she yeah, didn't run. She didn't run, but it was fun because it was just us. We were hanging out with folks, going to the races. I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. So you know, I would have thought going into this weekend that she was going to come, and then next year she'd have been like, "Now nah, you go without me." But I think she's in for next year too. So I mean, that says a lot because you know, Jen. I could tell you right now, I I I even got her almost to commit to do the five or ten k. She doesn't run at all. She she probably will never run, but she's willing to come because she loves the weekend, just loves the atmosphere, all of our DDP family, that I think I'm going to get her to do the 5 or 10K. And she's going to have to work around her teacher schedule, too, because unfortunately, it worked out this year where the kids didn't actually go back until yesterday. So, you know, she was off the whole time. So it worked. So, again, it, it, it was a great experience. I can't wait for the next episode when we're talking about the half and the marathon. Uh, I, I would like to hear what you guys have to say about the marathon because, unfortunately, we had to dip out a little early. Uh, and like I said, I don't think that's going to happen next year. So, But I am looking forward to next week's show. Love it. Joe, you've done many of these. You've been, you're have been you a Run Disney uh, – you're the Run Disney expert on on this show uh, outside of our, our DDP Sorcerer's captains. Um, buddy, this one was special. No, it definitely was. And just being a part of this podcast and this podcast community – um, a couple of things are my wheelhouse, right? I love resorts. I love DVC, uh, but I love run Disney. And uh, this is my 10th anniversary. I've done many races here in Walt Disney world and in Disneyland multiple times. And I'm really happy to see the look in your guys faces when you've experienced it. It's the experience has changed over the years. Some things have gotten better. Some have not gotten so much better, but you know what? The experience the event itself and then experiencing with family and friends makes it even better. So 
I'm really glad that you guys are being exposed to it, that you guys got the bug, that a lot of our, our DDB family has the bug, that we're already talking about 2025 Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. I mean, there are other races throughout the year, but this is the granddaddy of them all. This is the best time to be down there. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to adding that third Walt Disney World Marathon medal to my, uh, which will be my ninth or 10th marathon, depends how this year goes, uh, to the uh, to the trophy case. And uh, but I'm really looking forward to uh, to that and I'm looking forward to uh, part two of this. So Patreon stand down. Guys, relax. We got part two coming. I absolutely love it. DDP patron family. Come join us next year because this is a special weekend. I can't wait to bring you part two uh, because, listen, there was too much to talk about for us to put this into one episode. So stay tuned. Next week will be coming part two of our recap of Run Disney Marathon Weekend at Walt Disney World 2024, where we will talk about the half marathon, the full marathon, and, of course, our amazing meetup at Base Camp and all the fun that happened afterwards as we win our overall showcase to rule our one-mile challenge as well. Uh, lots of hurdles, lots of fun, all the great things that were coming there. So stick around for that one. We appreciate you. We love you, DDP patron family. Uh, like Joe says, stick around. You're coming up next. We love you so much. Have an amazing week. Spread some cheer. Be the best version of yourself. Stay positive and go join our Sorcerer's running team. Go get that information from our captains over there who know how to get you, whether you're taking your first step or your millionth, no matter where you're at in your journey, come join us because they will help you. We will help you and we will create memories that last a lifetime next year at Walt Disney World's Marathon Weekend. We love you, and we'll see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. See you guys. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.